What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome back to another episode of Time Out with Tony, your host, Tony. All right, ladies and gentlemen, episode, what is this? Episode 23, I think. I don't even know. We're back at it again, ladies and gentlemen, and this time we're going to hit you with a two-pack. Yeah, with a two-pack. We're going to be reviewing GTA 4, The Lost in the Dam, and GTA 4, The Ballad of Gay Tony. It's an expan- It's two expansion packs uh, that came with GTA 4. But it was released maybe, I think, about a year after or two years after the release of the fourth GTA. But anyways, these two expansion packs are by far one of the best best uh storylines in the in the Grand Theft Auto franchise. Um it also introduced us to our, another set of great protagonists that the fan base will is totally going to totally loves. Um and if I'm going to be honest, I hmm I want to say I prefer the Ballad of Gay Tony over the Lost in the Dam, but on top at the end of the day, it's just all the same, you know, it's the same game but you know, different storylines and whatnot. So, yeah, that's what we're going to be reviewing today. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a quick minute and thank you guys all so much for the support. It means a lot, really, so keep it up, spread the word, and uh, whatnot. If by the time of this release, I have not released the shirt, once again, I am so sorry. (sighs) Believe me when I say I've been trying to get it out. Hopefully by now it's out, and if not, then yeah, sorry. But yeah, let's get straight to today's episode. Enough enough of the chit-chat. Sit back, relax, and crack open a beer, soda, and or water, ladies and gentlemen, and enjoy because we're going to be reviewing both GTA, The Lost in Tam, and The Ballad of Gay Tony. Now, before you guys, you know, get into it, yes, I, w- I am fully aware of, uh, of the, uh, uh, fully aware of the title. Yep, 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 yep. I was bullied for it in middle school a little bit. Some kid realized, hey, there's a game called Gay Tony, and there's a kid named Tony in my class. I should totally call him out on it. Now, thankfully, the joke didn't catch on, so we're all good. Uh, but first, we're going to review The Lost in the Dam, and then we'll jump into um, Ballad of Gay Tony. So, yeah, let's, let's, let's just get straight into it. So, for those of you that don't know, GTA 4, The Lost in the Dam, is the first of two episodic expansion packs of the 2008 video game Grand Theft Auto 4. Developed by Rockstar North and published by Rockstar Games, it's the third expansion pack in the Grand Theft Auto series, and it's actually the first one since 1999's Grand Theft Auto London 1961. It's also the 12th installment overall. The game was released at first for the Xbox 360 on February 17, 2009 as part of a disc-based package called Grand Theft Auto Episodes from Liberty City. After that, it was released for the PlayStation and Microsoft Windows in April of 2010. The package also includes the second Grand Theft Auto 4 expansion. Party. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know why I just keep passing gas these past few days. I don't, I don't know, but if someone wants to buy my farts... Feel free to let me know. Anyways, uh, what was I going to say? 
All right, the package also includes the second Grand Theft Auto 4 expansion, The Ballad of Gay Tony, and does not require the game to base to be played. Uh, set concurrent, co- concurrently with the events of GTA 4 and The Ballad of Gay Tony, The Lost and Dam follows the exploits of Johnny Klebitz, a vice president of the Liberty City chapter of The Lost MC, a motorcycle club which, along with himself, feature in a number of missions in both games. The main storyline of the game of the episode focuses on Johnny's efforts to keep the chapter running while dealing with internal conflicts, gang warfare, drug running, and various enemies. It also shows Johnny's perspective in the Diamond storyline that is depicted in both GTA 4 and The Ballad of Gay Tony. The game would go on to receive highly positive reviews upon release and is retrospectively considered to be one of the best downloadable content packs on record. Now, much like GTA 4, it's an action-adventure game that's set in an open-world environment and it's played from a third-person perspective. Similar gameplay to GTA 4, it takes place in Liberty City and the game only features around a third of the number of missions from that game, as was stated in an interview between IGN and the president of Rockstar North, which thus places the amount of time to complete it at approximately 10 to 15 hours, depending on how you know, focused the player is and whatnot. <clears throat> the game also features new additions, some in regard to Johnny's connection to the Lost MC and some minor changes. The most prominent of these additions is the availability of mid-mission checkpoints, which can spare the player repeated trips to a given location in order to trigger and replay a failed mission again. This is an often criticized aspect of the Grand Theft Auto series. Checkpoints are only available by retrying the mission after it has been previously failed. Going to the mission start point begins start point begins the mission from scratch you know from scratch and that includes an unskippable cutscene if you ever get hit with one. <coughs> oh god that sounded very that must have sounded very scary for you guys apologies uh but yeah no checkpoint system uh alongside the checkpoint system the Lost in the Dam features the inclusion of new weapons and vehicles including Johnny's custom made motorcycle Johnny himself is more proficient with any bike than any other vehicle. The ability to call on aid from members of the Lost MC, a new but small collection of random characters, additional side activities, and unique side jobs including gang wars and bike races. In addition, the game has a few changes to that of Grand Theft Auto in that Johnny can access the whole Liberty City from the start of the game but cannot change his clothing or enter clothing stores. The city's comedy club, Split Size, features a brand new comedian doing routines there. Along While the gun stores do not stock any of the new weapons featured in the Lost Time Dam, they can only be bought through the club's gun vendor, and he just pulls up in a minivan, he's just like, beep beep, I pull up! And, you know, just, here you go. <laughs> Moving on. Um, uh, two of the new side jobs featured in the Lost Time Dam are gang wars and bike races. They, uh, they require Johnny to be on a bike to require them. And in Gang Wars, you can battle against rival gangs in few variations, take them out uh, at a hangout or while cruising on the streets or destroying a vehicle they are escorting. And you earn money from each war completed by and you unlock a new, uh, a new weapon at the Lost Clubhouse um, with every 10 subsequent wars completed. Each Gang War becomes tougher and tougher the more you continue in, uh, to, to engage in them. Bike races play out like the street races of GTA 4, except both Johnny and his opponents can carry a baseball bat to attack their rival racers while uh, making their way making their way to each checkpoint of uh, the race. With each capable of dislodging a racer from their bike, depending on how uh, depending on the strength of their swing. 
other side jobs see Johnny either stealing bikes or working for a congressman met during the game's story. Meanwhile, new additions to the activities from GTA 4 include arm wrestling, games of high-low cards, and yes, you get it. You you guessed it, fucking air hockey. New weapons featured in the game include the sawed-off shotgun, a shot, um, uh, an assault shotgun, pull cues, grenade launchers, and everyone's home, everyone's uh, fan favorite pipe bombs. Yep, 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 yep. Pipe bombs, pipe bombs, pipe bombs. Um. <clears throat> Let's, let's, let's just get straight into the story. Uh, so, synopsis. The setting, like I said before, it takes place in Liberty City and the neighboring state of Alderney. And unlike the base game, the entire map becomes available to the, uh, to explore after completing the, expansion, the expansion's first mission. The Lost in the Dam storyline occurs simultaneously with that of Grand Theft Auto 4 and The Ballad of Gay Tony. It also features returning characters and events, most notably a side story revolving around the shipment of stolen diamonds, which is depicted across all three games from different perspectives. So, story opens up in the year 2008, where Billy Gray, president of, a, of, the, Lost, uh, of the Lost Motorcycle Club, Alderney's chapter, is welcomed back by his fellow gang members after the release from his court-ordered rehab. Although Vice President Johnny Klebitz is eager to resume business, Billy annoys the shit out of him by breaking a choose Johnny had arranged with the Lost Rivals, the Angels of Death, during his absence. After a fellow gang member, Jason Michaels, is killed in Broco, Broker by killed in broker billy blames his death on the angels and despite the lack of concrete evidence orders the laws to burn down their clubhouse in retaliation when johnny spots billy and the lost secretary brian jeremy stealing a cash of sorry stash of heroin from the clubhouse after the attack he questions the nature of billy's orders Billy later arranges for Johnny to oversee a deal with a potential buyer for the stolen heroin alongside Nico Bellic and Playboy X, two associates of drug dealer Elisabetta Torres, who helps set up the exchange. The deal is quickly revealed to be a police bust, but Johnny manages to escape with the drugs. And during this time, Johnny also provides assistance uh, to a corrupt politician by the name of Thomas Stubbs III. He needs help with his re-election campaign and vows to return the favor in the future. Eventually, the lost treasurer and Johnny's best friend, Jim Fitzgerald, arrives with the news that the stolen heroin actually belonged to the triads and advises the gang to return it to them. Billy agrees, but secretly arranges for the triads to kill both Johnny and Jim. When the triads attack the pair during the exchange, they are forced to abandon the drugs and escape while Billy is arrested by police during the chaos. Johnny takes over as club president but faces new problems from Brian, who is still faithful to Billy and holds Johnny responsible for his arrest. While contending with the civil war started by Brian, Johnny struggles to raise money for the club. He takes on several jobs from Elisabetta alongside Malk and Deshaun, two members of the Uptown Writers Gang, whom he quickly befriends. Johnny also helps his junkie ex-girlfriend Ashley Butler pay off her debts to Russian mobster Dmitry Raskolov by kidnapping Nico's cousin, Roman. Nico, let's go bowling, huh? Eventually, Johnny kills Brian to end the war after learning where he is hiding from the Pergorino crime family capo uh, regime, Ray Bocino, who often does his deals with a loss. In return for his help, Bocino asks the gang to steal a shipment of diamonds that are about to be purchased by nightclub owner Gay Tony Prince and pass them on to Bocino's men to later retrieve. Although the theft is successful, the subsequent exchange with the Jewish mob overseen by Nico and Johnny is ambushed by Tony's bodyguard, Luis Lopez. 
During the chaos, Johnny escapes with Pacino's money, leading him to have both Johnny and Jim captured for the betrayal. The pair escape, but after Johnny deals with hitmen sent by Pacino, he learns from Ashley that John, sorry, Jim was actually was killed by uh, shortly after they parted ways. <clears throat> With the gang virtually weakened, Johnny receives a surprise visit from Stubbs with important news. Although Bochino is under observations by federal law enforcement and no longer poses a threat, Billy plans to exact his revenge on Johnny by turning state evidence against the loss, which will allow him to enter the witness protection pro program. In response, Johnny leads the remaining lost members in an attack on the Alderney State Correctional Facility to find and kill Billy. After executing Billy, Johnny and the survivors return to the clubhouse only to find it vandalized by Bochino's men. The group decides to burn down the clubhouse remains and find new pastures until they can start a new chapter of the Lost elsewhere. In the epilogue of the game, Johnny friendly cuts his ties with cuts his ties with both Stubbs and Ashley, deciding to temporarily leave the gang to focus on financially supporting Jim's widow and his child as well. And that, my friends, is Grand Theft Auto: The Lost in the Dam. Woo! That was loud. So, um, the rating. Let's just get straight into the rating. Fuck the development. I'm just trying to get out of these episodes out of the way, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm honest. Uh, so, the rating. On a scale of 1 to 10, I gotta give Grand Theft Auto The Lost in the Dam a... Easily a nine out of ten, cause I mean, it's pretty much this game is pretty much the same as Grand Theft Auto Four. You know, same graphics, just you know a few tweaks done to it, and new characters and a whole other storyline. You know, um, so you know, it's it's a it's. I wouldn't call it forgetful, but, you know, it's just pretty much the same as Grand Theft Auto 4, you know. I might as well just rank it alongside GTA 4, so, you know, 9 out of 10. It's a it's a very decent game. Very fun to play. Um, and, you know, it's, it's just the fact that you're playing as a biker and you don't have to get the biker mod is even better, too, you know. So, easily a 9 out of 10. I love the story. I love the acting. I love the gameplay. It's just what you're looking for in a typical GTA game, except this time around, you're driving a fucking bike. So, there you have it, folks. Now, let's take a look at the reception. So, The Lost in the Dam would go on to receive universal acclaim for the Xbox 360 and generally favorable reviews for uh, PlayStation 3 from critics, according to review aggregator Metacritic. Critics cited its improved motorcycle mechanics in comparison to the previous games, the dramatic storyline, quality voice acting, the addictive multiplayer component, and other new content, which added many hours of game time. Complaints with the game have been have uh, included, you know, auto aiming issues and the weak gang AI, which were a noticeable problem in the original game. And of course, you know, it's not a GTA game without including controversy. In the opening cutscene for the mission Politics, Thomas Stubbs exposes his genital in a full frontal shot facing towards the camera after getting off a massage table and discussing plans with Johnny. Parental advisory group Common Sense Media issued a public warning about the expansion pack due to a full frontal male nudity seen during the cutscene. They claimed the game was, quote, even more controversial than its predecessors because it featured full frontal male nudity, end quote. No one gives a shit, Karen, all right? So what if your kid saw a little dick? That's some saw some dick. That's not going to change him from being gay. What the fuck? Leave my man alone. Jeez. 
Okay. I'm getting way too ahead of myself. All right. So, that's pretty much it, my opinion, on The Lost and Damned. Let me know what you guys think. Let's get straight into The Ballad of Gay Tony. So, The Ballad of Gay Tony is the second of two episodic expansion packs that was made available um, in October of 2009. And... For, for the for the Xbox, sorry. It's the overall 14th installment, and it's the fourth expansion pack. <clears throat> sorry. Set concurrently with the events of GTA 4 and the Lost and Dam, the Ballad of Gay Tony follows Luis Fernando Lopez, a Dominican-American former drug dealer turned bodyguard and best friends of Anthony Prince, a.k.a. Gay Tony, a nightclub manager and a high-status socialite in Liberty City. The main storyline of the episode focuses on Luis's efforts to help Tony overcome various problems, including drug debts, dispute with mafia crime families, and attempts on both of their lives. It also ties up loose ends from the fourth GTA and the Lost in the Dam regarding the storyline, sorry, the Diamond storyline that connects all these three games. The game would go on to receive largely positive reviews from critics, and it's retro- and like the Lost in the Dam, it's retro retrospectively considered to be among the best downloadable content packs of all time. I say the only way we ever do win against these boomers is getting a GTA game in the Library of Congress. The more I think about it, you know, the more it's like, yeah, this has to happen, you know? So, I'm starting up, I'm going to be starting a petition to add GTA into the Library of Congress to show that boomer Karen bitch who's boss! Yeah! Sorry, I, um, yeah! Yeah! Woo! Yeah! Okay, so... Uh, like GTA 4 and The Ballad of Gay Tony, it's set in the open world environment of Liberty City, features similar gameplay. Uh, the player can redo missions to improve their score. The player also has new activities, side jobs, vehicles, and weapons. Luis can call on his friends, Armando and Enrique, to use their special abilities. Armando can sell weapons to Luis, while Enrique can supply him a vehicle. Luis can also take them on friend activities. A notable addition previously introduced in, Chi- in Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars is a scoring system for missions. The score has no effect, but gauges the player's overall performance in a mission as well as unique goals they accomplish. The Ballad of Gay Tony features side jobs for players to earn more money. These include drug wars, triathlon races, managing Prince's nightclubs, <coughs> sorry, uh, and under entering an underground fight tournament, base jumping, drug wars performed similarly to gang wars in The Lost in the Dam. The player must acquire a drug stash, take it off to a drop-off point with many variations while being pursued by rival uh, rival gangs, triathlon races. Um, if you play GTA 5, you'll know what GTA 5, you'll know what I'm talking about. But the races basically consist of skydiving to a collection of boats, sailing through checkpoints, and landing at a collection of cars, and street racing to the finish line. Triathlon races in GTA 5 are different, however. I'll get into that when the time comes. Club management focuses on Luis working as a bouncer for Prince's clubs, for, for Gay Tony's club, uh, clubs, handling situations with club goers or assisting sh- and sh- slash chauffeuring VIPs. Other new activities include golfing at a driving range, da- a dancing minigame at clubs, drinking games, air hockey, new weapon ve- new weapons, vehicles, and a parachute are also added, added in this uh, expansion. Other minor changes include a modified display and HUD, such as an uh, uh, ultimeter when the player is in the air. Um, the game's multiplayer added new activities as well. So, you know, ah, shit. So, you know, it's pimping, you know? So, like GTA 4 and The Lost in the Dam, it takes place 
uh, in Liberty City, the neighboring state of Alderney. Um, and like the Lost in the Dam, the entire map is unlocked right after the game, uh, right after the first mission, allowing players to freely traverse between Liberty City's main boroughs and Alderney. The main storyline takes place alongside that of the base game and the first expansion and features several returning characters and events. So let's get straight into the story. In the year 2008, after witnessing the armed robbery of the bank, of Liberty, Luis Fernando Lopez meets with his employer and business partner, nightclub owner Tony Prince. Struggling to run clubs, Mason at Nine and Hercules, Tony takes out loans from the Ancelotti crime family and Maury Kibbutz uh, to keep them running, and he pretty much ends up in severe debt. Luis finds himself working with both Maury and Rocco Pelosi, an Ancelotti mobster, to pay off Tony's debts. At the same time, he helps his drug-dealing friends Armando Torres and Enrique Bardas uh, out of several botched deals and assists Yusuf Amir, an Emirati real estate uh, developer who is interested in buying Tony's clubs with a number of vehicle acquisitions. Luis becomes annoyed with Tony's failure to stay in control of his clubs and the constant problem he brings from his debt. He eventually settles matters with Mori. And later on, Tony makes plans to buy $2 million worth of smuggled diamonds and to sell them for a higher price. However, the deal is ambushed by members of the Lost ga Biker Gang led by Johnny Klebitz, resulting in the death of Tony's boyfriend, Evan Moss, and the loss of the diamonds as well. Tony locates the stolen merchandise and has Luis ambush Bulgarian... Sorry, I'm getting way too ahead of myself. He has Luis ambush the exchange between Johnny, Nico Bellic, and the Jewish mob to take back the diamonds. During this time, Luis can uh, Luis also takes on jobs for for Russian crime lord Ray Bulgarian, uh, who offers to help cover Tony's debts, but turns on them when he reveals that the diamonds were originally his property. Don Giovanni Ancelotti soon orders Luis and Tony to give the diamonds as ransom payment for his daughter Gracie, who was kidnapped by Nico. The diamonds are ultimately lost when Bulgarian intercepts the exchange, and although Luis and Tony manage to save Gracie and return her to her father, Bulgarian wants to kill him. Rocco meets with Luis and advises him to kill Tony to gain favor with Bulgarian so that he will spare him. Although he contemplate, though he contemplates doing so, Luis ultimate refuses and fends off Bulgarian's men when they attack Mason at nine. Deciding to retaliate, Luis tells Tony to hide while he disrupts Bulgarian's drug operations. Learning that Bulgarian is preparing to leave the city, Luis pursues him with Yusuf's help and kills him aboard his plane, his private plane. Bulgarian drops a grenade in the process and destroys the plane, but Luis is able to parachute to safety, reuniting with Tony. They decide to reopen the clubs, declining Yusuf's proposal to sell them to him, preferring to keep ownership of the clubs for the moment. In the end, the diamonds are found by a homeless Vietnam War veteran who sells them and departs for Vice City. And that, my friends, is Grand Theft Auto, The Ballad of Gay Tony. Dun, dun. Alright, so, the rating. On a scale of 1 to 10, I gotta give The Ballad of Gay Tony a... Like the Lost in the Dam, a 9 out of 10. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a 9 out of 10, and here's why. Well, there really isn't much to say about these two games other than the fact that um, it's great. You know, the gameplay, the voice acting, the story, um, even the activities, too. It's it's a huge, it's a 
not an upgrade, but you know, it's just something different. You know, something that something really cool, something different. Rockstar, something different. Rockstar, Rockstar, something different. Do something different. Rockstar, Rockstar. Sorry, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's something different that you would usually see in other games, and that's what I really like about it. Um, I like the title. I won't lie, despite you know, gay Tony, but I like it. It's kind of funny. I find it humorous, motherfucker. Um. Hmm. Yeah, there really isn't much to say about uh how great this game is, you know, because I mean it is. What the fuck you want me to do here, ladies and gentlemen? You want me to sit here and say, "Oh, it's great! It's great! 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 Great!" It, I mean, it is, but I mean, you know. Uh, let's take a look at how you know how the internet. I mean, how the gaming community accepted it. The movie actually, the movie, the game actually went on to receive generally favorable reviews from critics, according to review aggregator Metacritic. At the 2009 Spike Video Game Awards, the Ballad of Gay Tony was awarded the Best DLC Award. Complex will go on to rank Gay Tony as the coolest LGBT video game character in a 2013 list, referring to him as, quote, the hot mess of the GTA series. Hey, um... Uh, but other than that, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's pretty much it. Let me know what you guys think, um, about the game. I really liked it. It's fun to play. Uh, is, is this actually the only game where we're allowed to play as a Hispanic? Let me see. Um, yeah. You know, the more I think about it, the more I notice. I think this is the only game that we're allowed to play a Hispanic character in. Come on, Rockstar. What's your fucking problem here? What you got against Paisanos, huh? Come on now. Give us a, give us a Hispanic protagonist, bitch. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think that's pretty much it for today's episode. Before we go, I want to thank you guys all so much for the support, really. It means a lot, so keep it up. Tell everybody and whatnot. Um, I think that's it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Wow. There really isn't much to talk about this. Anyways, that's pretty much it. See you guys next week. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Um, it's February next week. Holy shit. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, folks. Thank you guys all so much for listening. And uh, stay warm, stay dry, stay safe. And most of all, uh, don't drink and drive. See ya. Okay, show's over. Please get out. Thank you.